This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Audible.com. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash laser and get a free audiobook on us. Well, there's Christmas Eve. We get together, have a few laughs. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were, were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. Firemen came and broke through the chimney top. And me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve. His arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. He died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. No, this is not about that. We're on. We're going live on Christmas Eve, mm, and we. And I know a bunch it. of you hate Christmas already, mm-hmm. uh, and hate Christmas stuff. This is. These are your antidote movies. One, your manliest Christmas movies, your uh, or your most non-traditional Christmas movies. But things you can get like. I'm, I'm imagining a scenario when like your family, your significant other's like, I want to watch something Christmas Eve. And you say, well, have I got something for you. This fits your very vague criteria, and this is actually great, and has nothing to do with Christmas. That's what we're here to talk about today. Should we introduce ourselves? We should. Hey. Oh, I thought you were starting. Oh. Well, you I, haven't introduced It's traditional for the host to start. No, I'm not the host. You're all the host. Oh. Yay. I'm staging a coup then, and you all have to leave. Okay. What? <laughs> so am I now. You already know the, what we're going to talk about. The kitchen studio and everything is mine. That, Please just help us. <laughs> clean it's it up. like the kitchen stadium, but it's the kitchen studio. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm Diana Goodman. Hi, I'm Michael Raparos. Henry Gilbert. Oh, you don't do the thing in, on not on other your shows? show. I other see. people hate it when I do it. Howard H e n e r u i g on Twitter. Wow. That's right. <laughs> I, listen, I listen to Cape Crisis. Somebody's learn. Listen from learning. Yeah, listen for learning. Learn always learn from, never stop doing that. Learn from uh, listening. Uh, somebody's <laughs> listen from learning how to put food on your family. <laughs> Christmas time. Uh, um, I think this one is going to be a little looser than last week's good, episode. Good, because we're just we're, this is the last episode recording before the holiday break. And you're Chris Antista. Oh yeah, who cares? Yes, yes, obviously. Mm. Holiday break, um, last episode. Last episode, and I, but I wanted to make it. Yeah, if you don't care about Christmas shit, this is perfect for you. Mm. We I want to talk about the most non-Christmassy Christmas movies possible, and there are a ton of them. Are there not? Yeah, yes. leave me hanging here while I try and adjust a couple yes. buttons. 
Yes, um, they, there are so many. Like Jesus Christ. Uh, well, we were talking about what what movies are set during Christmas, but in no way Christmassy in any way whatsoever. Meet me in St. Louis. You son of a bitch! Classic. I told you never to mention that when you're scaring people away. I can just hear them clicking undownloading, which is function iTunes and just invented just for situations. Doesn't like the this. new iTunes suck, by the way? I don't uh, know. I don't use it. I don't um, like to have my music locked away by Apple. I know. I, Given well, my job, I'm contractually obligated to love it. Ah, yes. Uh, uh, yes. It's the worst. They've ruined it. They mm. they completely ruined the interface. It's awful. I'm so glad I updated it on my work computer, and then I was like, "This is the worst thing ever." I'm so glad I didn't update it on my my home computer and I can just stick in version 10 until they make version 12 which will look way exactly like version 10. Have you voiced your disapproval on Twitter? That's the uh, I think I have. That's the modern age equivalent of signing an online petition. Yeah, I hope I hope it really I hope I can finally get Obama to buy an assault rifles <laughs> <laughs> with my one click of a button. Uh well I it, we should probably start with this one. This is a good one to start with. Christmas movies, technically Christmas movies with very little Christmas flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, love this movie. Who's here, Jimmy? It's Santa. Oh, fucking right. Let's tell him what you want for Christmas. I'm on my fucking lunch break, okay? <laughs> God damn it! This movie, I I haven't watched it in years, and I used to watch it all year round. Uh, I love Bad Santa so fucking much. Bad Santa is so good and so repugnant in every <laughs> fucking way. He's such a hateful like monster. Yeah, he, he's a caricature of a hateful monster, like Mr. Burns without money. He's, <laughs> well, but he's also just, he's an alcoholic. Just That's that's why he's so he, hateful. He'd be a likable alcoholic. Like, wasn't Thank the start you. of the film is him pissing in an alleyway drunk? Yes, or, yes. Uh, I, I love... There is a there is a sweetness to the film. It's not without a, a, a tiny bit of sweetness. Is it Terry's Zweigoff. What else yep. has he done? Did he do something recently? Crumb. He did Crumb. He did uh, Art School Confidential. Ghost World. Ghost World, and I think something more something recently. Something recently, and I don't I cannot know. remember. Uh, I love this clip because I love this fucking horrendous kid in this movie. Uh, right, another fucking mongoloid. Marcus, get this kid off me before he pisses on me. All right. Fuck with my beard. It's not real. No shit. Well, it was real, but you see, I got sick and all the hair fell out, so I had to wear this fucking thing. How'd you get sick? I loved a woman who wasn't clean. Mrs. Santa? (laughs) No, it was her sister. What's it like at the North Pole? Like the suburbs. Which one? (laughs) Apache Junction. What the fuck do you care? Now get off my lap. Just sit there like a fucking retard. It's, it's such a mean movie. <laughs> so awful. But then they make it, they bring him as low as he can. So he, he does go through the usual, the standard Christmas movie like turn, change of heart. Like He's almost like the Grinch by the end of the film, like changing his. Deciding he wants yeah. to save this kid. and The, the kid is, well, because the, the kid is the most depressing part about it in that. They build up the kid as this person nobody in the world likes. Yeah. The kid loves Christmas. So this version of Santa who berates him and is awful to him is perfectly acceptable <laughs> because this is the Santa clearly judging by everything, every other interaction he has in his life. This is my Santa. <laughs> this is the one I deserve. And he tolerates everything he says and doesn't really mention much. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I love it at the end. That, like, yeah, of course, there's a little bit of change of heart, but it's it's still an anti-Christmas movie. And my favorite part about it is I had a thing I like to watch back on Fox in the late 
90s, early 2000s. House of Buggin'? No, no not House of Buggin'. <laughs> Close. Uh, I called it Fox's Friday Night Fuck-Ups, and it was just a bunch of people driving off clips. And it, <laughs> it, had, it had that guy with the gray hair. These guys thought they could escape the law. <laughs> I know. They'll have plenty of time to think about it. Five to ten. And that guy is at the end of this movie. When all the security guards come out, he, he just pops up from behind an escalator. You're in for some serious shit. And fires a gun. And, and that cameo is lost to time. You would have no context for what it is unless I just told you. But that guy used to host like a much more ballsy version of Cops that cut out all the fucking filler. And showed most wanted, right? It wasn't. It was no? uh, the most wild police world's chases. deadliest police chase. Something like that. Yeah, like, they always had the, the highway patrol oh, or something. Right. I th- he might have done that too. Yeah, he would. But those, I feel like those shows were meant to brainwash you into thinking that the cops always caught people yes. on high speed chases when that actually is. Far I think. From I the think truth. once corporate criminals started getting away with millions while mm-hmm. stealing from their entire company, that guy could no longer speech that speak that propaganda. Yeah. You're gonna get caught, and you're if gonna you're go poor. to jail. Yes. Yeah, if you're poor if and you're, you can't afford a good lawyer, unless you have any means whatsoever, <laughs> you'll be fine. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Hello, welcome to this segment it's brought to you by Audible.com. Yes, yes. And if you go to AudiblePodcast.com/laser, you can get a free audio book just by signing up for a free trial on us. That's right. If you like podcasts and listening to us talk, mm-hmm. you'll like it more when they're read by people <laughs> who are professionals and the things are written down ahead of time, yes. like audiobooks. And edited. Uh, but yeah, you can, get, you can get anything from Audible on your Kindles, your iPods, your Androids. Windows phones. Windows phones. How could I forget like the it's rest of the country? It's even come to Windows phones. Um, yes, but all that is available on any, any conceivable device, and you can receive all that there. Uh, it's got comedy, radio shows, mm-hmm. uh, audio books. It's got anything that can come into your ear holes uh, entertainment-wise is all there. Yeah, one of my favorite recent listens was David Sedaris's Holidays on Ice, a collection ah. of many of his best works of uh, essays of about Christmas traditions, like Six to Eight Black Men and uh, the Santa Land Diaries. They're just really great stories about the Christmas times and uh Angry feelings. Yes, and if you and so if you good. hate Christmas, I'm seeing uh, every day is an atheist holiday. More magical tales from the author of God. No, uh, Penn Jillette's book on how to have a very atheist Christmas. Good <laughs> on him. And you can get all that and more on Audible.com if you go to AudiblePodcast.com/slash/laser or click on the banner on LaserTimePodcast.com and you can start your free trial on us and get a free audio book selecting from like thousands, thousands, thousands of free free audio books. So uh, go check that out. Thank you very much, Audible. Thank you. Manly Christmas movies. We opened up with uh, Phoebe Cates' wonderful speech from Gremlins. Uh, oh my God. Gremlins, uh, which so you mentioned good. came out in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Well, we found that out because we we saw it as part of a series of films at our local uh, 
Cinematech. C- Cinematech uh, Castro Theater. Mm-hmm. Videoopolis. The guy said, like, these these films, the theme of the films was the summer of 1985, was it, or 88, or oh, whatever. Um, whatever year yeah. it was, it came out. 85 or 87. Uh, but it was the summer of that. I was like, well, it was a summer movie. Like, mm-hmm. so people in the summer are watching this Christmas adventure. <laughs> like, it's all snowy and Christmassy and shit, but uh, then horrible things happen. But there is. You'll notice that... Uh, it's 84, actually. You'll notice in the movie that while it is horrible and mean, like so very mean, <laughs> they pull back ever so much and that you can tell it was kind of done la- like kind of last minute. Like mm-hmm. there's a radio message that says, the man whose house was run over by a bulldozer, <laughs> him and his wife escaped. Yes, and, and, but he was cl- very clearly mauled on camera yeah. at the point of death. <laughs> or the yeah. guy who was on... What about the lady uh, on the the chair going up the stairs? Yeah. She, she's she's no, dead. She's dead. Well, she was too mean. She, she was, was mean. evil, so she yeah. allowed, is allowed to die. But like the uh, the the radio disc jockey, like then he comes back on later. Is like, see, I'm not dead, guys. Still alive. <laughs> I I love his scene in the film. He's like, look, Rocket Roddy's getting a lot of crazy prank calls tonight. He's getting pretty sick of it. <laughs> hey, what's going on? And he, Wow. <laughs> Fucking! Well, I like that. There's the theme. There is in every TV screen where they show nothing but Joe Dante's most beloved Looney Tunes and uh, Disney cartoons, and also 50s sci-fi. Yeah, it's like the perfect. Like it's you may not notice. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, but it's very clearly inspired by everything that actually shows up on screen during the the movie. Yeah. P.S. We're talking about Gremlins. Gremlins! Dun, 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 Did we not dun, say Gremlins? Dun, dun, no, you didn't. Oh, it's so good. Dun, Gremlins is so fucking good. And it, not only does it hold... I, I wouldn't even say it holds up well. If you've never seen it, mm-hmm. it'll blow your fucking mind because you can't believe something like this was made and marketed to people who were my age, which was yeah, four. Kids, <laughs> I went and saw it at like a friend's birthday party when I was... I would have been six or seven then. And... Yeah. Yeah, no, everyone thought but everyone loved it except for me because they kept popping out really suddenly. And I, <laughs> I, I hate jump scares, so mm-hmm. uh, I have really bad eyesight, so I literally took off my glasses. So I would just see fuzziness when I got scared until I would calm down, and then I'd put my glasses back on just in time for something horrible to happen. <laughs> the intermission in Gremlins 2. We won't talk about Gremlins 2. Uh, that gets me all riled up. You're wrong Gremlins about too. that movie not being on. But Gremlins 1, also, I love, like, they... they Almost kill a dog, but they do threaten the family dog. And then I feel like that's where Steven Spielberg came in and he's like, No, the dog leaves with the dad. The dog's not gonna be here to be killed, all right? Yeah. This dog you're not killing no dog in my movie. <laughs> and that like that's why meanwhile the mean lady, she has a bunch of cats. Who cares? Ooh, cats. cats. Ooh. <laughs> I also like just the when, when the horribleness starts, like like a guy gets his arm, like he puts his arm in the in the post in the mailbox, and mm-hmm. like get torn off, and they kill cops. They blow up a cop car. Yeah, I think cops. the horribleness starts really suddenly because mm-hmm. the whole first part of the movie it really lulls you yeah. into the Mogwai, so cute, and he's like he immediately can speak English, and no one really comments on that. Hey, he sounds like Howie Mandel, and he can yeah. talk. You know, and he's so cute and lovable, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. Oh, wait. Oh, there's a bunch of more Not of them. Oh, wait. Of there's more gremlins. And then... There were three cardinal rules that were clearly broken. And after that, there was gremlins in the blender, gremlins, gremlins. killing grandmas. And microwave. Ah. Well, and poor Gizmo, like, being, like, hit with darts on the... <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it also made, like, the... Uh, 
do you hear what I hear? Like one of the creepiest <laughs> scene. That's the creepiest scene in the movie. Like it's also just when you're a kid watching it, you see your mom, like the mom, and yeah. you, it's hard not to identify with the mom. Like your mom is being attacked, but she's also like, then she becomes a super badass and defends <laughs> her home. And though I feel like she even doesn't she even say like not in my kitchen or something like <laughs> yeah. something to that effect. A very like yeah. Uh, Woman, if, woman's place is in the kitchen type thing. I was no. too bad. Has that changed since then? <laughs> I guess not. Do we build? Uh, Do we am, build another room in the house? I am in a kitchen right now. <laughs> it was, is true. it? Is it the uh, room that controls the robot in the kitchen? Yeah, the podcasters belong in the kitchen. Oh no! Look at me! Look at me <laughs> going right back on the. Uh, yeah, we, we were speculating a while back if this was the first PG thirteen movie, and it kind of was, but. Thanks Somewhere to Temple, it and Temple of Doom. It and yeah. te- but Temple of Doom is, is, is often Push the created, envelope too far. But it's incorrectly credited with the first PG-13 No, movie. it was what scared people. They, it was PG, and then people were like, what the fuck are we doing giving this a PG? And like, it was Red Dawn. I just, look, just looked it up. It was Red Dawn and this, yeah. which were... Uh, Red Dawn was the first movie to be released to be given a PG-13, oh, wow. but it was Spielberg throwing around his shit, throwing around his weight, saying like, yeah, this movie's PG. These movies are pretty horrible. I know they have your name on them, Spielberg. You make this industry a lot of money, but I just can't see. You think they're rated R? No, I don't think. No, Mr. Spielberg, we create a new rating right away. Right away. <laughs> uh, and that's how. And now we have PG-13. And well, also, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Now what are you? Well, I was gonna say yay. Same with Gremlins. Like it was. Uh, yeah, just so cool. Phoebe Pitt, Kate's dad, like. Well, it, that I is bet the they changed the they changed the line. I'm betting that she says he fell down the chimney and broke his neck. Then she says, off screen, he broke his neck and died instantly. What I'm betting is in the original script, he gets stuck and starves to death. Yes, and that's what it sounds like. And we because the she, the rest of the time she describes like we didn't even know he was there. Yeah, so, uh, that happened. It almost happened. To my dog. It was so. So terrible. Oh, I, my geez. poor little dog. He looks like a little tramp, little miniature schnauzer. He was. He's. A, I raised him to be an asshole, a punk rock dog, just bark at people and be mean and just hilarious, and it always cracked me up. And uh, just to not listen to people and like if people jump on people and if they tell you not to, then you should bite them. And I would just say, like, this dog is great. This dog is great. And I was over at my parents' house and he's running across the furniture, which I also taught him was an awesome thing to do. And he fell behind the couch, and he got wedged in between. He fell behind the couch, so where like his paws couldn't quite reach the floor. And I think whimpered. My, I wasn't there. My parent. He was. I, I moved and left him behind. And uh, my parents. My parents were looking for him, putting up flyers. And like two days later, they see this poor dog was like too tired to bark and just. Suspended in between the wall. He's still a dick now, just so you know. He's, he's alive <laughs> okay, and well. He didn't the experience die. didn't change him any. Hail Caesar. God, Hail he must Caesar. have been close to death at that point. No, I think he, it was like it was like it was only like it wasn't even a twenty four hour period. It was overnight okay. maybe. What kind of dog was he? A miniature schnauzer. No. Okay. Total jerk. <laughs> How about just another like, movie? Uh another movie look, I'm gonna throw this one in there and you can dispute it if you'd like. Um Batman Returns. Does yes. Batman Returns not so. take place hmm. during Christmas? No, it takes place during Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they have the big Christmas festival that's got a giant Christmas beginning. tree they have to light, and then giant bats fly out of it mm. because the, the penguin rigged it to look like Batman's bat. You don't really think you'll win, do you? 
<laughs> you didn't really think you were going to win, did you? What the fuck? Uh, oh. I also, I remember he said, what if I bit your nose? Ah, and then he bit by his nose. Like a fucking oh, yeah, scared. there's like a couple horrifying moments. Yeah. The penguin is terrifying. It's a weird yeah. movie. It's a weird, I love it. I can't believe how they let, weird it is. I can't believe they let Danny DeVito play himself like that. I was... <laughs> And show up without any makeup whatsoever. Yeah, I know. He finally got to show his real hands. <laughs> <laughs> now he's usually wearing like green screen lines in between his fins. It is. It is the role he was born to play. Seriously, yeah. I, was that when he first started working with Tim Burton? I don't know. But he worked with him a bunch after that. Yeah, I'm sick of Tim Burton. Several terrible uh, moments in Mars Attacks. But good moments in Big Fish. He actually shows yes. his ass oh, in yeah. Big Fish. Yes. Big Fish oh my God! Good. A naked Danny DeVito looks just like you'd think if someone drew a butt crack on TikTok from Oz. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Uh, well, yeah. speaking of Tim Burton, is is Edward Scissorhands a Christmas movie or is it not? It ends at Christmas. I feel if I it would ends, count it with these. Yeah. It does. I, I feel it if ends, it ends at Christmas. At Christmas. Yeah. It, it definitely ends at Christmas. If, it's not, if a film ends at Christmas, that's the note they want no, you no, to leave on. No, no, it begins and ends at Christmas. All oh, right, when old Winona Ryder is telling... That was the same girl... Well, of course it was. Like <laughs> Old Winona Ryder is telling the story of Christmas. and then uh, I love that movie had uh, Anthony Michael Hall as bully. Yeah. yeah. That I, was like his first macho role. He's first, playing against type when he'd been the nerdiest nerd yeah. of the 80s. Yeah. He's sort of gone all the way through puberty and bulked up a bit. And now I didn't recognize him as a kid. I, I did not realize that was the same guy. Yeah, I was like either. Breakfast Club. I haven't heard anybody mention Anthony Michael Hall's The Dead Zone show in probably 10 years. I was years. just thinking about that. Just, I remember that when we used to work at the newspaper, like they'd always have a TV on uh, with, that was muted uh, and that we could see. And it was supposed to be tuned to news shows all the time. But uh, somebody would change the channel and so would see like Jag, Silent, uh, Dead Zone, Silent. Yep. I think it's yeah. uh, in between there. Thrilling was, anecdote, I know. It was, a USA, it was the USA <laughs> network, so in between yeah. they would play In a Minute, where you would be updated on the latest news. Oh, in, a minute, in a Minute! It was also the uh, one of the last films of Vincent Price where he actually appears on screen. I believe it is Christ. his last one. Well, he was his a voice. His last screen appearance. Yeah. He was a voice in The Thief and the Cobbler. He recorded that in like the 60s. <laughs> yeah, that <is> <laughs> yeah, yes, that's true. Yep. But he could barely move in. In Edward Scissorhands, but yeah. it's a pivotal it's, scene. It's a it's a good send off though. Yeah, that's appropriate. It's it the is. perfect. That's why, not unlike uh, like Tim Tim Burton had the same kind of respect like Lucas had for those Hammer film mm-hmm. horror dudes and, and all those old school horror guys. That's why Christopher mm-hmm. Lee keeps appearing in in, in his film, despite like, being yeah. like well beyond death. Yeah, or immobile. Well, he's, the very, he's the undead though. He's Dracula. Yeah, he was he was in Dark Shadows, was he not? No. No, or in the he's movie? in a second. He's in there for a second. Yeah, I want to say he, he is. totally is. But but it's like every every cameo he makes now, he's like sitting down. He doesn't move. <laughs> he's ninety. He's the BB, he's know, the BB king of cameos. I'm curious to see what he does in the Hobbit. Uh, he's mean, there. He was also in the the Wicker Tree, which oh, was barely awful. a cameo. It was a cameo. Yeah, it was on they, a green screen. They set. totally they, they totally sold that movie. The like Man? They, he he was no, there the in the trailer. Tree. No, the Wicker Tree is. Uh, the sequel, quote unquote sequel, made like a couple of years ago by the same guy. Oh. And yeah, Christopher Lee, they built Christopher Lee in the Wicker Tree, and you're like, oh, wow. They show him in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got one tiny cameo scene where he's clearly on a green screen set because they couldn't even get him to come to their dumb set. Or he couldn't physically come down to their dumb set. 
because his well, hip he was made go, of powder. Because that it's could be. so bad. You want a really laughably bad movie. Mm-hmm. Actually, you should find free. a better one because that it, was yeah, so bad. The Nick, the Nick Cage Wickerman, I think, is more interesting Way because more things happen that you can actually laugh at. This is just boring. I do love the original Wicker Man and, and Christopher Lee in that movie is fucking rad. Oh yeah. Oh god, he's good. Oh, yeah. man, I like that guy's voice. And we we talked about that's him a good Christmas time. movie. What Wicker Man? Yeah, why not? Is it Let's... is it Christmas? No. But, <laughs> but what? But you can watch it at Christmas. Christianity is a main theme of the oh, movie. Oh, look what you're doing. And it's about an alternative religion and the and the probably the, uh, the friction therein. Something, and it's really cool, and you should watch it. Something about the original you again. leads me to believe you have no respect for the sacrament of Christmas. <laughs> <gasps> really? Is it the Star of David? I decided no. I made sure I wore today. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's that propellerless beanie you're wearing on your head. Yeah, to go. Mm-hmm. I always wear Ladies those. don't do that, don't mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. No, the yeah. little the little curly, curly locks. sideburns yeah. with the Quaker hats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like when we when we've been, <laughs> anyway. we've been in New York and see those hyper orthodox uh, Jews, most mm. of them actually yeah. wear wigs. They're the always the wigs. women do. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it the it's last two times? Your hair to be seen. Or yeah, something. it's not proper to let men who are married to you see your hair. Mm-hmm. The last two times you're there, the all the what do you call them? The really orthodox, Just the, orthodox orthodox the ones Jews. in the costumes in the beards. Hasid, Hasidic, Hasidic. Yeah. were. Fucking drunk and dicks, like in the middle of the day. Mike Grimm can attest to this. Like, we got hounded by like a pack of Orthodox teenage Jews with tiny beards. I've read a lot of things written by written by Jews, uh, non-Orthodox Jews, and they have they don't have a very high opinion of Hasidic Jews. They seem to. Yeah, well, if if you're they sound like they're a bunch of hypocrites. Well, it's it's actually like the the Hasidic movement is actually like you think it's like oh those like the really old school Jews. It's actually like a fairly recent like 1700s 1800s movement. Mm. Right. It's it's almost like the the super Islamist guys. They're like we're getting back to fundamentals, and by fundamentals I mean we hate women and we hate everybody else. We wear fur lined coats. Do they have a pamphlet? Uh, actually, yes, actually, they do. There's, mm-hmm. there's a couple women. different groups. It's like, yeah, we've decided that the problem with the world is we're not orthodox enough. <laughs> so yes. we're going to get so orthodox. It's gonna and everything will go crazy. back to the way it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a lot like that. Ah, uh, conservatism. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful yep. thing. Well, you, you were... Diana, you didn't celebrate Christmas nope. growing up, but you nope. did have Christmas tradition. I have a Christmas tradition. What? Yeah. Uh, great movie to watch the holidays with the whole family, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I I just bought it, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna. What day are you gonna do that? Um, probably Christmas Day. Or do you maybe remember? Christmas you know what day Eve. that is? December twenty first. Yes. Yes. No, no, that's <laughs> when the world ends. Oh, okay. Um, 20- so if the world doesn't end, I'm probably gonna watch it. I usually watched it on Christmas Day mm-hmm. when I would have Christmas by myself because everyone leaves town to go with their mm. families. Everything's closed, so. It's pretty much just me. And I lived in a neighborhood where, like, oh, the whole neighborhood emptied out. San Francisco is pretty big about this. Like, yeah. so everyone leaves. Yeah. Well, because nobody nobody's is from, from here. here. So, yes. so, I never leave during Thanksgiving, and then we just go to a bar down the road, mm. a couple of us for Thanksgiving, and it's ours. Yep. That's why I want to I want to stay here one of these years, because I'd, like nice. I'd like to enjoy it empty. It's empty. You can find, parking spaces are easy to find. Mm-hmm. It's very quiet. Not a lot of traffic. Um, so I pretty much just, you know, lock myself inside with a couple stacks of movies because I know no one's going to call. No one's going to mm. come by. <laughs> There's nowhere for me to go. So it's just I eat junk food. I sit around in my PJs and I watch a bunch of movies. And 
Raiders of the Lost Ark is great for that, uh, especially because at the end, the best Jewish artifact of all time kills a bunch of Nazis. Yeah, yeah. Though that, as a story point, kind of. Don't look at the story point, Henry. What's the story point problem? So then, like, so it didn't even matter. Whatever. They all would have died anyway. Yeah. Yeah. the the it solves itself like Indy fails and it's just up to like God fixes everything. Well, like, if they knew the history of the Ark and had respect for it more, mm-hmm. yeah, they I would know so. not to open it. Yeah, if but only they're uh, dumb Nazis and they open it. Well, you would have figured what's his face would have known better. The... That's true. He does say a prayer over it. Well, you could say that Indy Indy fails and in that he should have let them take it to Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then oh. melt everybody. Wow, he yeah. really did fail then. Yeah. That would have been awesome. But that, no, that's a great film. There's nothing. Really I, I just bought that. I bought the Blu-rays, and I, I can't wait to check out mm-hmm. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull again with a bunch of like. We need to watch that again as a group. <laughs> I couldn't believe Brett hadn't seen it until really? very recently. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Uh, well, I don't like that mentality of Brett's. Where like I'm not going to like this. Like nope, nobody likes it. That's that, not why yeah. we. It's not why we watch it. Mm-hmm. That, that's also one that could use like a George Lucas redo. Like you oh, know. Redo those ridiculous uh, mutt swinging on vines animations. Yeah, that's just ugh. Well, who was telling like it's it sucks, but it's it's not like Shia LaBeouf. It, that has nothing to do with why. No it way. Sucks. Right. Well, that was what the um, the Red Letter Media uh, Plinket. I've not seen that, but somebody was the Plinket review brought this up, and it's true. Like Shia LaBeouf is not the problem in that film. Like. Mm-hmm. No. Even Indy isn't bad. He's just extra grumpy. But I know. I do know. Like I, I want to see it again, but I also try and forget about it, thinking where one of those action sequences takes place. Also, I don't want like, to speak about it out loud. But it's the end of Raiders. Well, and yeah, the opening. That ending. I didn't yeah. like that bit. But the fight with the giant ants that was cool. And that was like old school indie, like horrible mm-hmm. death kind of thing. And it was cool seeing Krista, Kristen Allen back in, yeah. in a film. Karen like, Allen. Karen Allen. Yeah. Whatever. That's I'm another sorry. reason cool I love Raiders. Kirstie Alley again. <laughs> That's yeah. another reason I love Raiders. She's got a really good female character. Yeah, mm-hmm. Karen she does need help. She does need saving, Whatever. but she puts up a good fight. Kate, mm-hmm. she, Kate Capshaw forever. Uh, Look, she's the most annoying Nobody could have screamed in distress. Mute, mute her ass. Oh no, just merge them together in a short round. You have she, one great character. She's also the... <laughs> yeah, just a cute Asian girl oh, you yes. could have sex with. With a cool hat. <laughs> no, yeah, the yeah, she's she's a badass. She drinks people under the table. Yeah. She fights. She punches Indy in the face. Like she's, and she's like a betrayed ex lover. She does get kidnapped, like women always do in those films. Yeah, she but, puts up a good fight. She takes out a couple guys before they grab her. Yeah, yeah, and I though it was funny. She tries to drink what's his face under the table, and then it turns out he runs. He's from a wine. His family runs a winery, and so he can't I, be. Well, I don't know if it's he can't be or he's got a bigger tolerance than she does. She, he's got a pretty good tolerance, but I think she just doesn't run fast enough, and then Tote comes up with his scary coat hanger. Yeah. So, okay. Wait. She grabbed a knife. She was on her way out. You know. Anyways, back to Judaism. <laughs> Not even the subject for this. Did you see the picture I tweeted and fact booked of? Uh, there's a giant menorah in Union Square for the first time ever. Oh, really? Next to Christmas. Oh, that's nice. Which, um, as a representative... War on Christmas, boo! Yeah, war on Christmas, boo. God damn it. I, this uh. is, I, oh, I don't even know if I should say it. I, I heard Todd, <laughs> Todd Glass say it on... on it was so funny. I mean, I, I'm one of those people like, oh, Merry Christmas. I can like, do that Todd Glass bit right now if you want. I was, it was so funny. It was, But it's like, I was I'm saying Merry Christmas, and it's... 
And like, well, you should stop saying that. And like, why? Because that doesn't include everybody. But like, they know what I mean uh-huh. when I say Merry Christmas. Yeah. And he just did this bit where like, hi, Gary. And Gary says hi back. And then you walk up to Mary and say, hi, Gary. And she knows what you mean, but she doesn't correct you. <laughs> and then somebody and then finally says to you like, like, no, my no, name's Bill. He's my name's like, Bill. Oh, I you can't know say, what I meant. It's like, oh, I meant, you I, can't even say hi, Gary, anymore. Yes, Jeez. you can to Gary. <laughs> you can you can say it all day long, as long as you know that it's Gary. And I I thought that was really funny. But I'm more I'm more as as you representative of uh, uh, Chanika and me representative of Christmas. And by the way, I come from Christmas from a completely like get Jesus the fuck out of there. I don't want Jesus anywhere near Christmas. Yeah, he was, Jesus is he done. He could not possibly get out of there. Born. He couldn't have possibly been born. Not in an December issue with that. Anyway, it not a Christian. Like, I'd yeah. much rather give my friends presents, decorate a tree, take the nativity baby, put it on my little plastic crossbows and catapults. <laughs> catapult. <and laughs> yes, him. I'll sing songs about Jesus. Um, what do you think about Christmas and Chanukah merging? Um, in what way? Um, now I, now what I envision is me coming home and, uh, firing up the menorah at a safe distance away from the Christmas tree because they're the same holiday. And if you, if you tell me no, I'll, Christmas is going to buy it from you hostily. We will, we will take it. We will take it. What do you think of like menorah shaped, uh, Christmas tree hoppers? Yes. Yeah, we just put, or what if we put the Star David on top of the Christmas tree, and then we just yeah. called it a Hanukkah bush. And made all the uh, the uh, decorations uh, blue and silver. And yeah. within well, one generation, you know, there's, your there's children... overlap. I can see there being overlap. Totally. In the, I mean, they're both about mm-hmm. miracles mm-hmm. and about... Family. Family. And this, in the... And- Equinox. Killing a Syrian. Solstice. <laughs> but the Christmas... Yeah, yeah. The, the stuff I like about Christmas has nothing, has nothing to, do to do with, like, going to midnight mass or no. or lighting candles and shit. Yeah, you know, like, growing up as a, as a Catholic kid, like, midnight mass was, like, the penance you had to do yes, to have <laughs> in order to have the Christmas presents. <laughs> like, yes, I, yeah. that you, you'll get your presents, but first you have to go and sit for an hour and a half at church. This, like what Michael, this is ours now. Christmas is ours. We don't need those churches anymore. You know what those? I, I hereby deem on behalf of Christmas, all those churches now become arcades. You, you, can, go, you can go on the... They won't be open the 25th. But also, you know what? People make a big point about, like, uh, you know, Hanukkah's barely, like, it's not... It's definitely not the most important no. Jewish ho- high holiday. It's pretty minor. But, like, Christmas technically, like, isn't the biggest one for Christians either. It's no. Easter. Easter, well, like, it should the Puritans be. used to ban Christmas because mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. not paying attention to the important part of the story. Christmas yeah, is it's his rebirth that matters, not yeah. being born some. Christmas is a celebration of America, and America <laughs> is the best at Christmas. Yeah, the best. I agree with That's that. True. The best. Except for maybe Japan. Japan. Japan is like. <laughs> yeah. Well, they come at it. Japan from the is most like sideways. America's little brother, saying like, "It's like this, right?" <laughs> uh, Carol- if Carolyn was here and could show us the multiple Sailor Moon Christmas albums and how somebody in Japan like looked for keywords they thought were about Christmas oh when the saints go marching in like that's not really one of our Christmas songs but I get it there were saints marching you thought it was the right thing to do what about other movies you know though I think Christmas in New York is like that says Christmas the most to me, like thanks to films and television. Like, it, oh wait, just New know, York just, at Christmas? Yeah, just New York at Christmas time. Like, I, I was lucky enough to be in Manhattan last year, like the week before Thanksgiving. There for slam down. It was just, I, I don't know. There's just something in the air, and just 
I felt the spear more maybe because it's also a commercial center and fucking mm. FAO Schwartz and and uh, Macy's are right there to yeah. sell you shit. And the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade's about to happen. But I don't know. I just felt that was where I felt a lot of Christmas spirit. More so than I feel in some hometown bullshit. Mm. <laughs> Big well, cities are good for that. Yeah. yeah, snow. Oh, yeah. It's also, I never... I never had snow on Christmas, ever. Like, I grew up in the South, in Arkansas, then Georgia, then Florida. Never snow on Christmas. Like, One of these days, I want to do Christmas in Australia. Wow, it's, that, like, it's the, the summertime. Hottest, it's yeah. the hottest time of the year. It's supposed to be you go to the beach and go crazy. Oops, I'd like to do fun. that. All right, we have to go to break for a second, so bear with us. Um, we will be right back with more. Seriously, this we'll stop talking about our own backgrounds and talking <laughs> manly Christmas movies. <laughs> When we come back from this break to Black Hole. Howdy, Parez. Howdy, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm all right. Do you know what we do here in this little break? Uh, we talk about ways to support the site. Yes. yes. Which is, for the record, lasertimepodcast.com. Whoa! He's got it on the... Damn, first I'm, first I'm way ahead of you. First time around. You know how pe- <laughs> what people can do there once uh, once they're there? They can uh, listen right on iTunes. Yes. They can donate. Yes. And they can use a little window to shop through Amazon. This is uh, true. Which is great, because you can search for literally anything... That you, if, if you want to buy something from Amazon, just go to lasertimepodcast.com first. Mm-hmm. Go to that little window, type it in, and then just buy whatever comes up on Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything. This is true. And every week, I do it all the time. Every week we count down new stuff that comes out there. So if you were trying to buy something new, odds are we listed it out for you. You can buy it there. And then maybe just by commenting, win a $20 gift certificate that you can put towards your future Amazon purchases. Oh, my goodness. Sexy prize. It is a sexy prize. I miss podcasting with you, buddy. We should do this more often. We should. Yeah. Maybe we will if more people donate. Yeah. Or search through things f- through Amazon. Yeah. Search through things? To 20 search <laughs> for things. They got it. Uh, <laughs> to 2013, then. To 2013. Yes. Players of time, second segment. See, that song, Bring Us In, is my, probably, in all honesty, my favorite Christmas movie. Non-Christmas, Christmassy, or otherwise. Brazil. Mm. Brazil Uh. is one of the greatest movies ever. Yeah, I am proud to say, even the long version, it will never, ever not be watchable. Ever. Everything on screen fits your newfangled 16 by 9 televisions. <laughs> it'll, al- it'll always be awesome. It'll always look good. It'll always kind of blow your mind. And the opening is like the meanest, meanest Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Eve in the world. So the government invading the wrong house because a fly landed on somebody's typewriter. And they just zip up. They just land on the guy, zip him up. Just carted him away like, well, we're done with so we're Ruined just a family's a Christmas in front of him. And later is hinted at, yeah, he was executed. Our bad. After being tortured. <laughs> After being tortured. He was tortured to death and then executed. Our bad. It's one of the, it's one of the darkest they comedies. They executed his corpse after They did. They destroyed <laughs> his <laughs> remains. Uh, that was a, that was an episode one. 
I also uh-huh. love the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the my favorite scene in Brazil is when the woman is um, dictating the torture of just like ah, it's that movie is so incredibly cruel. Yeah, and also Ian Holmes just pitifulness and just like Ian Holmes. Yeah, Ian Holmes. He plays his boss. Oh my god, I forgot that was Ian. Who can't do a fucking thing and. And just having worked in several of those environments, we're like, what is this thing? I don't, I don't You're so good at your job. And I go out and then, you know, I never get a raise and the boss keeps moving up and mm-hmm. keep doing little things that he can't figure out. I also <laughs> liked how he, uh, the, how uh, the main character used the, like his powers of bureaucracy against, yes. the, uh, against the guys. Like, what, do you have this form signed up? B-1138. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and Robert De Niro as Super Mario. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we're all in this together, kid. Peace. And it, that's in a movie with uh, the guy who played Super Mario. Bob Hoskins is in that. as a rival uh, electrician. He's the evil electrician. He stroked only 146. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, God, I love that movie so Though much. Though I read that there's a few where, there aren't a lot of scenes where the uh, love interest talks because uh, he... Terry Gilliam was not happy with her performance at all and didn't really like her all that much. It's, so she's she's they, a weird entry in that movie. They cut she, they cut a lot of scenes where uh, solo scenes for her. Like she doesn't have a lot in the movie. She's the only non non she's the only American uh-huh. other than De Niro. Oh, Michael Palin is so good too. Michael like, it's weird to see him be he's such a menacing guy. He's such a shitty person. Yeah. <laughs> But he, he was but he's a nice so person. Yeah, he's, he's a good a, guy. He's he just horrible. Mona from Who's the Boss? Yes. On yes. yes. <laughs> She's great. She's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, plastic surgery. Oh, their face man. all stretched. And if you've only seen the Love Conquers All version, you need to see her just no, her crumble apart into the, into the coffin, <laughs> which is only in the original version. God, that man, I love both of those versions. I really do. Yep. So fun. It's such a good movie. You were asking yeah. if we had any other holiday traditions. And I, I was yep. going to say, I'm lame. Whereas my mother... The car. <sighs> Henry. All right. I'll Watched, watch go. my mother the there car every Christmas. Uh, well, my, my mom spent some time... She my, my grandmother is technically from England, but she, you know, she doesn't even have an accent anymore. Mm. And uh, my mom spent some time in England, is now an Anglophile, and we have a very British Christmas where you have the crackers out. Right. It wouldn't be Christmas without for me without crackers and wearing dumb paper crowns and assembling Yeesh. shitty Cracker Jack toys. That you get inside such things that explode over your plate of lamb and ham. Uh, that is the Christmas. My newest Christmas tradition, other than Cartoon Christmas, which is all a part of this, is that I am on West Coast time and I go over to Florida, which is on East Coast time. So I drive home slightly buzzed at one thirty to 2 in the morning. <laughs> and I'm nowhere near tired, so I start pounding my parents' liquor cabinet. My mom, who doesn't sleep, is up watching anything on Turner Classic <laughs> Movies and we sit there and we drink at like two, it, it's awesome it, like and I remember I was just talking to mom like you know this song you sing is from Fraggle Rock and she's like what are you talking about I don't remember Fraggle Rock you said it yesterday she sing like <laughs> do we have mom do we have any, any fucking Kramer in the house like yes we do yes we do yes we really really do and like I just think it's adorable my mom does not uh-huh. know that's from Fraggle Rock when I was a little kid. And so I showed her Fraggle Rock. Uh, I think we did it two years in a row. Like, I, like we just, at three in the morning, we'll watch Fraggle Rock. Wow. Uh, the Bells of Fraggle Rock. One of the greatest yeah. Christmas specials of all time. 
Man, your mom sounds like my mom also likes to sing a lot around the house. So. Yeah, my cool. mom is tunes. the lamest person in the world. She's <laughs> so... <laughs> I love my mom. No, I, I didn't say about. I didn't love her. I just wish she was dead. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I want to love her like I love Ed Wood. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my family would always drive around uh, looking at Christmas lights together. And we had this thing where... It, the first time my mom we did it, my mom said to my very to me when I was like five, my brother when he was two, mm-hmm. like yeah, every time you see Christmas lights, say Coca Cola, and then we just said Coco, and so then it just turned into just say Coco every time you see Christmas lights, and so it just turned into a fun little transition of our very own, sponsored by Coca Cola. No, this holiday no, wouldn't be brought just, to you without the bubbly, fizzy, yeah. delicious that invented Coca-Cola. Santa Claus. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> People forget that. Coke invented Santa. He didn't invent Santa. Yes, they no, did. They, they no, they didn't. Did. They, they absolutely Santa did. as you know him. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. It yes. was always around. Nope. We were, we were talking about that. How did he get his name? In, did Santa get his name in America? Like a slow game of telephone, a bastardization mm-hmm. of uh, the Hungarians. Who from, is that? St. Nicholas. Sinterklaas. St. Nicholas. It's St. Nicholas. He comes every year. St. Nicholas. Santa Claus. Something like Claus. It's it's so weird. Uh, no, that, yes, I, okay, fine. The modern depiction, but he was he was always. I know he wasn't as fat in other versions. The fatness, yeah. Yeah. but he still had the the red hat and the suit. The and, red and the beard. Yes, the beard was there. Yeah. That that version kind of came from Night Before Christmas. Yeah, the poem. Yeah. I don't read poems you anymore. You need a visit Nobody from St. Nicholas? It's yes. actual title? All right, thank you. Yes. Scroll one for the two. Oh! You have a current affair sound effect? Oh, shit. That's uh, right. That's, that's like earlier. somebody just got good <laughs> men. Oh, someone got anti-Wiki Forest. Oh, man. Mrs. Wiki Forest. I got, yeah, you got Mrs. Wiki Forest. Hold on. I'm almost there. Let's see if it loads. And it does. There it is. <laughs> Back after all these years. Yeah. That is the Michael Fact noise for people who never <laughs> listen to Talk Radar. Come on, we got a lot of big movies we haven't even talked about. We yet. do, we do, right, we, do we do, we do, we do. Um, Lethal well, Weapon. Lethal Weapon. I, Lethal I Weapon Lethal is Weapon. definitely a very oh, delicious non-Christmas Christmas movie. It has the darkest Christmas scene I think ever when when he's with a suicide when he's, he's suicide. watching the uh, Looney Tunes Christmas special mm. and Sucks. about to kill himself. Oh, in the beginning, yeah, That's yeah. Right. yeah, literally watching that with Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd a putting Christmas a gun videos. in his mouth. Uh, there's <laughs> also so dark. What do you remember the name of Gary Busey's character? No. Oh, Mr. Joshua. Mr. Joshua, Mr. Joshua. It is, that is his name, and this is Creepy. him. So running in on a on a burgling a home, pulling a home invasion where they happen to be playing a black and white version of a Christmas Carol, which doesn't air anymore. Kill uh, me! What day is it? What day? Is it? Damn Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary Busey, not in the Christmas spirit. It makes me wonder, like, why did he ever not play psychos? Yeah, I know. How did he ever? Well, he do it forever. He wasn't a psycho before that motorcycle accident. Mm. I know, but it's just like a great role where he's largely silent and just a cold motherfucker. Yeah, he's good. He's good. It's one of the first movies where Mel Gibson gets tortured for a long period of time. He does, and that he really likes torture. That guy. That South Park had to point that out to me. That in every movie, Mel Gibson plays a hero of a nation and then gets torture. He gets martyred basically in every movie he's ever in. 
Every single movie, though, yeah, yeah. since he's been a big star, like down to like conspiracy theory, he does. <laughs> oh, he gets tortured that's to the like the yeah, brink of right. death, and like that's an addition to Paycheck. Braveheart. Paycheck, Passion of the Christ, like uh, Paycheck, every, payback. No, payback, payback, <laughs> Paycheck. Paycheck yeah. just was torture. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Uh, I think the, I did see that on a Christmas one. I think it was like one of those Christmas action film releases. I know. I, I asked earlier if anybody had seen Rare Exports. Nope. Um, Rare Exports is a Finnish movie that I think they said opened. I haven't seen it either. That I know it's on Netflix. It opens with the uh, excavation. Archaeologists excavate Santa frozen in the ground. Thaw him out, and all of a sudden, children start disappearing. <laughs> and it's like it's a rated R movie that. Not only involves Christmas, but Santa Claus. Hey, wait, what yes. about though? Also about Lethal Weapon. Doesn't it also open with a Christmas song, like walking yes. yeah. around the Christmas tree? Yeah. Or? Yes, I mean, I like I wanted to make like a, it would be too boring, but I wanted to make a sub sub shoot a sub a sub genre of this of like Christmas movies in L.A. And remember, I said this is for like when your family's like, I want to watch something that's Christmassy, and you don't like Christmassy stuff. Put on Almost Famous. It starts at Christmas with Alvin and the Chipmunks. Alvin Christmas and Chipmunks, time is here. Yeah. Uh, LA, a very L.A. Christmas. And then has nothing to do with it. And it's just a great <laughs> movie for the rest of the time. And your time will not be wasted. Almost famous. One. What's that? And Tommy doesn't know what day it is. What is That's that? horribly off key. That's, that who's Tommy? Great. Who's Tommy? What? Oh. oh, yeah. Wait, does that take place at Christmas? Yes. It does? Well, and It's at, got a part. It, yeah, Christmas, part of yeah. it is at Christmas. That's, oh, I think, uh, the part when he gets molested. <laughs> A lot of us haven't seen Tommy. I've only played the game. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Okay. I did. My There's friends had a Tommy pinball game. And oh, like we okay. That makes lost sense. hours. Peter Remember when his father uh, dies in a plane crash, but then he doesn't die and comes back? Oh, nobody remembers that. What, what about the beans? The beans, that's an amazing scene. Beans. Does anybody else have any Christmas uh, <laughs> traditions? That they want to mention before I play I this. I have a, a slightly weird New Year's tradition. What's no that? Weird Christmas traditions. Uh, we we do have one uh, tradition brought over from Spain, which is uh, at midnight you're supposed to eat twelve grapes as the clock uh, it, bongs. And uh, yeah, and my dad usually just like brings out a, a pan and a wooden spoon and and bangs it twelve times. And I don't carry on this tradition <laughs> if I'm away from the house, but he always gives me shit about it. Oh. So did you eat grapes? I'm like, no. Why not? It's a great tradition. Like, I was at a party. I'm not going to like hot a bunch of grapes and like, okay, now I'm going to bang on a pan. I am officially going to have to, uh, if I ever see you on New Year's, I will be doing that to you. Grapes. Once you have kids, it'll, you'll probably end up doing that for yeah, lack sure, of any other sure. tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then you can be, uh, that's a great dad thing to do. That's just a perfect dad. See, that's what I admire about it. it all the jokes aside about Judaism is that you have like real weird traditions that like wouldn't get carried over naturally unless they were taught. Yeah. And uh, it, like that place for Elijah thing and all that. Thing. Well, yeah. whatever. Like they're you're all rational people. We know, we know there's not all that uh, the silly religious stuff around it. Just something to keep going that your family used to do, and that's cool. That's true. I mean, this is it's a good time of year no matter what your religion is mm-hmm. because it's, you know, it's the coldest, darkest time of the year mm-hmm. and so you probably have a lot of inside-based things. Like, yes. Uh, the other night was the last night, well, by the time this goes up, a little over a week ago, it was the last night of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. 
So I actually did make latkes, and now the whole house smells like latkes, which just means like it smells like potatoes and burnt oil, but it's still a nice (laughs) smell. And then it's like we made French fries or something. Yeah, but oh, inside. And then you know, I I lit my electric menorah, which has little. uh, It has little. They're actually (laughs) like Christmas tree lights. Turn that on on the Sabbath. I guess I I gotta do just two if I wanted. That yeah, you screw in the bulb and you make the bulb light up. Nice. That's that's my menorah. I saw, um, I saw Amanda's menorah this year, and I'm like, mm-hmm. it's going to need some work. Those candles were too big for that, for that set. It looked like a real mess. She's always done her things her own way. Yep. All right. And then, then I gave Michael a traditional gift of slacks. Mm-hmm. Slacks? <laughs> nice pair of slacks. Nice Super pair of slacks. Apple of Hanukkah Harry. Yeah. Yeah. And, think- and as per tradition, they were a little too long, but he'll grow into them. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the the scents and smells of Christmas are like cookies. Like my mom always make, she would make uh, chocolate Nestle Toll House specifically chocolate Mm -hmm. chip cookies for Mm -hmm. me, and then frosted sugar cookies for my brother. And like, brother's weird. Yeah, he always. Well, he actually for a longest time he liked sugar cookies with no frosting, just sugar. What is wrong with him? He also sugar cookies, bottled buttered noodles. Like those were some of his few. Butter noodles, some of his favorite things to eat. White people. Vanilla <laughs> ice cream, uh, cheese pizza. Yes, <laughs> both all those things. Wonder bread with mayo on it. Not um, that. Kraft um, ma- 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 instant macaroni and cheese. cheese. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting. I'm hitting all that. Hitting all that. Flintstone push-ups. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Damn. So there. Taste right out of history. Uh, this- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Good God. All right. Let's see if anybody can get this this movie. Uh, I don't even know what clip's going to load up for you. love it. Hopefully it's long because I love this movie. Oh, my gosh. Does that suck? You, you know who loves Mary Lou Retton Frank? My kids. Yeah. Children love an acrobat. Oh, we have spent $40 million on a live TV show. You guys have got an ad with America's favorite old fart reading a book in front of a fireplace. <laughs> now, I have to kill all of you. <laughs> Fucking Scrooge. Oh, Hate Christmas Carol retellings. <laughs> but Scrooge is so good. Well, most tellings don't have Carol Kane smacking people in the face. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. And, it was a shower curtain. I fucking lo- I love Scrooge so much. And also, Bobcat Goldthwait is so fucking funny as the disgruntled employee who just gets shit on the entire yes. film. And then eventually becomes Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. <laughs> And then also, uh, man, uh, Buster Poindexter is like, yeah. they all here come to Waterworks. <laughs> Attila the Hunt. Said he would cry. So good. Show him his mom. I want everybody to do themselves a favor. <laughs> I had meant to give this away in some kind of contest, but now I never will. Uh, it's not anything I would ever seek out, but I bought it at a swap meet, a, an original double-sided theatrical poster of Bill Murray Scrooge. <laughs> The poster, if you, I know you all remember it, it's like a skeleton lighting a cigar when mm-hmm. he's smiling so huge yeah. and his hair <laughs> flared up. It was the VHS cover. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. like the worst fucking poster ever. <laughs> and it, <laughs> What's on the other side, though? Uh, it double side means thing. so you can shine the light through it. Oh, uh, uh, I see, I see. Also, that, speaking of Karen Allen, Karen mm-hmm. Allen's in that film, too. Yeah, oh, yes. Right. As the love interest. I also enjoyed in that movie... 
the uh, just his long fight scene with the ghost of Christmas present. Yes, mm. like, just he fights her for some. Yeah, Carol Kane. Yeah, she was so goddamn funny. With a cute, with a little kind of cute voice, and she's floating by, and they just call cocks him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just beats the fuck out of him. <laughs> and he like punches her back, and then they just this, yeah. this long fight. <laughs> I just I remember seeing the movie and like where like I was shocked by how awesome a line was, and he's like, "Gosh." Uh, shit! What, it was something about like stapling the antlers on. Right. Yeah. Oh right, they had little mice little that were mice. supposed to be little reindeer. For well, he tells them to staple them, and then Karen Allen comes and he's trying to be nice to her, and then the guy's like, "I tried to staple it on their head, but it's not really working." He's like, "Why would I tell you to do that? Get out of here!" <laughs> I also like he the um, <laughs> yeah uh, the the standards and practices lady who like gets knocked unconscious and mm. and then he is saying of like the dancers who are on the show he's like now look I, I don't see a nipple do you see a nipple I, I don't and then that woman <laughs> yes oh that's right yeah. <laughs> and then later that woman sexy dance then that woman basically rapes that other his his corporate rival like remember like oh, remember that. his corporate <laughs> rival is like tied up and then she like is not she's gone loopy from getting hit in the head and then she like lunges at him in a very sexual way <laughs> Nobody remembers uh, this? I actually, I, no, I don't remember that part at all. Somehow then, I remember the mice with the antlers. <laughs> and uh, and I remember that that was part of their, like, we're trying to get more cats to pay attention to television. Yeah, yeah that's right. And then Buddy Hackett is there. Yeah, uh, Buddy Hackett. Yeah. Buddy Put Hackett. a little love in your heart. Uh, oh, I'm, that's, uh, that'll close it down. I love that ending scene. I, I, what I love, and I, I want to do a whole theater, laser. Like yes, it. I want a whole laser time to talk about that, like, at the end of the movie where they... <laughs> Well, they talked to, the they talk to the, as a theater, but the Simpsons did it recently. Yeah, it's like this will be in this theaters for like what seventy two hours? It'll live forever <laughs> everywhere else that is in the theater. Why I include love that. that? I'd love it too. Uh, the next movie on my list is uh, Angels with Filthy Souls. Buy you when he gets out. Hey, I tell you what, I'm gonna give you snakes. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten. To get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get scared, pizza guy. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> I don't know. I had that to bring the single there. best thing about Home Alone. Yeah. Single best. We watched it again. That movie is fantastic. Yeah, we saw oh, it. It's so Castro. much fun. Oh, so much fun. I'll throw that up there with Manly because there's a lot of Looney Tunes shit and people getting hurt in ways they do not deserve. I think people can hear us talk about the Home Alone and our thoughts on Home Alone <laughs> we did when John we watched Hughes it last episode, year. Right? Yeah, the John Hughes episode. But... <laughs> Yeah, they do live in a mansion. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a Chris Columbus movie. They're yeah. very well-to-do. Yes. Well, not that they're Except well-to-do. It's that lumber and land is not expensive anywhere but big cities. That's true. But, uh, yeah. oh, hey. They're also taking the whole family to Paris, like yes. an extended family extended to Paris. Family. So. 20 plane tickets to Paris. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus. Yeah, at the holidays. No wonder I thought I would have been to Paris by now. Yeah. Well, um, like, well, when you're a kid, you see his house, and you're like, well, my house is that big. It's just a house. It's a house. And now I see it as a grown-up, and I think, wow, he lives in the mansion. And then I also start having, like, dumb grown-up thoughts of, like, oh, he's surrounded by all these knives. What if he cuts himself? <laughs> <laughs> Who would give a child the BB gun? <laughs> <laughs> it's true <his> eye house. <laughs> 
Well, speaking of Christmas uh, films... Can I play one more clip of Home Alone? Oh, fine. It's my favorite part of the movie at this point. There's a... I read that it is absurdly genuine. Daniel Stern is grabbing Kevin McAllister's... I'm using a character's name in a... uh, Grabs Macaulay Culkin's leg, and Macaulay Culkin grabs a spider and puts it on his face. And I read that this is... He only agreed to do this for one take... And it totally shows because this scream is the most genuine scream a man will ever make. And it's in the movie and it's so great. <laughs> it's so good. Such a good scream. It's such a good scream. Oh, dear. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, Whatever the hell we're talking about is not. Uh, what about trading places? Uh, trading places, oh, I think, should work. Absolutely. I mean, Aykroyd's in like the Santa costume for a lot of the movie, right? Well, no, just those just, men just, wanted to have sex with me. Yeah, it's mostly towards the end, but when when he is an ugly Santa, he is an ugly Santa. Like he steals like a whole fish from the Christmas party and hides it under his beard. Mm-hmm. Then he tries to take a bite out of it and he gets all the beard in his mouth too. It's so, so it's pretty sick. Gross. pretty gross. I own it on HD DVD if you ever want to check it out. Wonderful movie. Yeah. I, I was going to think because of um, another Christmas movie where they're kind of stuck in the mm-hmm. house to be the ref. The ref. No, the ref, yeah. the ref works because I remember everybody hated that movie when it came out and it's become this like uh, underdog classic sort yeah. of like it's, it's mentioned people felt it was too mean at the time well I think it was sold as like a Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary vehicle, vehicle mm-hmm. and they forget uh, it's Judy Davis and Kevin Spacey, Kevin Spacey are in the movie as much as he is and they're two amazing actors they're a million yeah way better than Dennis Leary playing Dennis Leary yeah god That's... that guy's not funny no I just say that right now no you're wrong He's a thief. You're wrong. Well, yes, he yes. stole a yes. bunch of jokes for sure. But I, I didn't realize this story about him. He didn't. He he got into the business to act, mm-hmm. and is a trained actor, and then did stand up when he wasn't getting act, acting roles. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So like the performance, watching No Cure for Cancer again. It's beautifully directed by Ted Demi. It's one of the wow. This is the one of the best directed specials I've ever seen. It's a great performance. But he's a perfectly fine actor. If, you yeah, remember from yeah. uh, Amazing Spider-Man, like. Yeah, you don't yeah. ever think for a second this is the okay. You don't think he's the okay. uh, the blonde Dennis yeah. Miller for yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like smoking my cigarettes. Yeah. 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 I'm doing yeah. dice clay now. That was not funny. <laughs> Fun movie sick. though. Trading yeah. places too. Trading, trading well, places in, in the ref. I totally yeah. yes. I, uh, well, the ref. Is, Christmas is incidental, but it does add to. The downfall. Well, I like the ref because it's really about a loveless wasp marriage yes. that's yeah. like <laughs> fucked I, up I, by this Irish asshole. Like I felt, I up. felt destined for. I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'll all be in a loveless marriage. Yes, Aww. with another white person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white people. Yeah, so tired the worst. of them. Brittle, brittle upper class yeah. people who have no feelings, Never and did. when they do, they can't control them. Exactly. No. Shouldn't grow more of those. Just fall down the stairs and shatter like in Death Becomes Her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that took place at Christmas. We can uh, include it in the let's sidebar. Just say it did. Yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Check laser time for the link. Um, <laughs> Diana, what can you tell us about wild geese? Not a lot. <laughs> Uh, I just saw it on a list, and there was more, it was like way more popular in Britain. Why well, I, I saw it, it was like the full movie. movie's on YouTube, and I don't yeah. think it's on DVD, but it's just a giant fucking spy caper starring Richard Burton that takes place on Christmas. But yes, there you go. incredibly violent, manly movie, The Wild Geese that they made a sequel. Yeah, the sequel was Olivier's last movie, which I briefly shouted into the mic as I was leaving. Uh, on a previous episode about worst final roles. Oh, and that 
it's Olivier's last movie. He plays uh, Rudolf Hess, and he's made up. He kind of looks like Grandpa from The Monsters. Nice. Al, Uncle Al? Yeah. That's sad. Wasn't he also in... Mr. Saturday Night? Or, no, the jazz singer. He was in... Yeah, that was a couple of years before. Okay. Boys, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Oh, really, my really God. What? That the, the jazz singer remake with freaking Neil Diamond. Oh, no, I've never seen that. And Olivier as his uh, his rabbi father. And he I'll... wants to sing jazz, except in this it's not actually jazz. It's more Neil Diamond music. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a scene where he uh, does black... Jazz? There's a scene where, where he does blackface to blend in with this black group that he's he's friends with. Ooh. And then a guy in the audience who's Ernie Hudson, uncredited, uh, spots wow. him and he's like, that guy's not black, and there's a riot. <laughs> best, best scene in the movie. Yeah. I think also it was one of those Has nothing to do with Christmas. Lawrence Olivier like, had a deal of like, I will not advertise this. I will appear he in your film. He, I think he pretty much knew he was dying then yeah. and he was doing it for the money. To, yeah. I guess, leave his family or whatever. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's sad. Blackface, yeah. I, well, <laughs> in 1980, I think his father was right to not let him do Neil Diamond songs. I yeah. think the world would have been better off if his father <laughs> prevented him from making those songs. How can we not close out with this? Mind if we hear some tunes? Hey, that'll work. Mm-hmm. Okay, Christmas music. This is Christmas music. Man, come on, where you jive at? Christmas and Hollis Queens. I was just I a, totally accept that as Christmas music, but yeah, I was telling you that uh, like he's there's a couple moments like that to date it where like John McClane is the traditional American white man and mm-hmm. recoils at both rap and French people kissing him in a way that's <laughs> like fuck you. <laughs> like it just what's this? Re- I do not this noise. This is music ears. and like wow, I didn't. I rejected. So old. <laughs> Where's your? <laughs> Now, if this was American jazz with my harmonica, I'd be so excited. <laughs> Bruno could come and yeah. jam. Bruno would fly out of it. He would transform into Bruno. I heard Agamemnon got him into jazz. What's, wait, what's that character's name? I cannot you mean, uh, you mean You mean the Greek tragedy character? <laughs> no, the, the, character, the, the black limo driver has like a fucking really crazy name. Uh, I can't remember his name. Um, it might be Agamemnon. I don't know. All Uh, I know is that it's the precursor to Family Matters, and that makes it mighty. (laughs) He killed a kid. Who did? That's why he felt so bad. Oh, yes. Or Winslow. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. Die Hard is the ultimate antidote to Christmas movies, because it's Mm -hmm. just covered in Christmas. Uh, Oh, here's another dated scene in that movie. At the very start, he's on a plane, and then he sees this person next to him sees he has a gun. And he's like, no, nah, I'm a cop. It's cool. I'm a cop. Mm. And he puts out a cigarette and uh, slaps yeah. a stewardess on the ass who's attractive. <laughs> and not a gay man. Yeah. <laughs> I had an attractive stewardess on the on my plane recently, and I remember I just I, I tweeted about it. It was like such a thing to tweet about. Oh, my God. There's not a, She's not 70 or a guy. This is incredible. <laughs> Uh, die Hard, fantastic. Just think, thinking about like it starts out in Christmas. Japanese it remains on there, Christmas the whole time. The whole time, but then like ho ho ho, I have machine gun. Like mm-hmm. awesome Christmas moment, and how much blood? Like real blood is spilled in that movie. It's great. God, just when he has to walk on the glass <laughs> oh, uh, God, and pick glass out of his feet, just. Uh. Had to do that too, but just at the, the very end is is fucking wrapping paper, wrapping paper. It, I will call this the ultimate Christmas movie. Like he straps the gun to his bare back and <laughs> wins the day, shoots uh, shoots Professor Snape right in between the beard. Aww. 
Yeah. <laughs> Dies in every movie. That's it's the curse of Rickman. Uh, <laughs> that was a great man. He had a really good American accent in there too. Did he? I thought he did. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot. When yeah, he the fools scene where he, him, he is mm. pretending oh, right. he's one of the hostages. Yeah, and then Bruce Willis is like, "You didn't think I actually give you a gun with bullets in it, like a loaded gun? Did you? Like that was uh, that's such a good scene. I want to watch it right now. Also, <laughs> apparently there was a scene in that movie where like he couldn't. Rickman could never shoot a gun without like flinching, and mm-hmm. so hmm. they never show him like on screen shooting a dude except when he kills the smug guy. He's like, hey, I negotiate all the time, guys. And when he kills that guy, you do see him on screen do it, and he's still like, he winces just a little bit, but you're looking more at the gunshot than his face. So. Alan Rickman also had a great American accent in the Renfair episode of King of the Hill. Oh, that's wow, right. right. <laughs> his character sounds like, his character, he, he oh. plays a guy who runs a Renaissance fair in Texas, and he sounds like Alan Rickman the whole time. And then at the end, events conspire, and he, his accent immediately devolves from Alan Rickman, and like, oh God, I'm going to lose my fare. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I should wait. think so. I, I can't do it. Oh, I want to talk about my oh. favorite King of the Hill episode ever Jeez. was the... Was is there a Christmas one? It was the humanity. It was the Bill. No, it was the one where Bill. The opening of it is the best opening of the show ever, where they're all just doing the yup in the alley Mm -hmm. scene, and then Bill just starts to cry, and he just just starts crying, (laughs) and then everybody else just looks uncomfortable, and then Christmas music like dun 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 dun, starts playing in the background, and then it just goes to the opening of the show. And then when it comes back in, he's still crying, and then he goes, and he goes like, "Yep, oh. <laughs> nothing like Christmas. Sure is a great time." And then the whole I guess episode, I'll do like, it. "What's wrong, Bill?" So he's like, "Trying, yeah." So Bill then decides he's going to kill himself, but he's not really even trying. Like he's half trying. He's too dumb to do it. He's too dumb to do it. And so instead, like Hank just is watching out for him all the time because he's like. He was my tackle. He was my he was my blocker, and you don't leave your blocker behind. And <laughs> so he just watches over Bill, and then Bill just drives him crazy. And uh, it's such a good episode. It, like no, the one so where he wears dark. the Santa suit for without watching. No, him. that's a different dark Bill Christmas. That's, <laughs> that's one where he puts on a Santa costume and buys a Santa bounce house, and then just keeps it all year round because people liked him when he, he got was a date the Santa out of it. guy. Yeah. Aww. I just I thought there was a, the one I just saw was when Hank and his dad build a house for Habitat for Humanity and anything with Bill's Jim, or any, anything with, with any of the characters' dads honestly. But yeah, Cotton Cotton is great. Uh, they build great. a house. Toby for Huss. Habitat for <laughs> Humanity. Shout, shout yes. out to the actual actor because yeah, great. Toby Huss. Toby Huss. Yeah. Uh, also, that what's his nuts? I just saw the last episode of Venture or the yeah last yeah. real episode of Venture Brothers. I'm a Hulk. <laughs> I'm a Hulk. I'm a Hulk. <laughs> but, <laughs> so fucking good. That's all of that he shoots himself in outer space. Yes. With, like, fix this written yes. on his chest. <laughs> that oh, we always say it all the time, but like if that show would have ended right there, it'd have been so fucking perfect. Yeah, would have been it's the perfect. Almost scared to have it back. I don't know. This who knows how great their actual finale will be. Like if they what, in three years and we're all fucking sick of it. Yeah, I know. Really? Well, in what, three years we'll have like whatever season is after this next one. Yeah. Well, God, yes. They need to fucking get the lead they, out of their yeah. asses. Well, like what well, was season four was 2010, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was 2009 and then 2010. 
Yeah. yeah, like eight episodes each, and now yeah, uh, it's, so it's been more than two years. <sighs> still too, and long. it yeah. won't be happening. I mean, until, there was what, a Halloween episode. Yeah, but, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but that was more like a preview of the season than an actual yeah. special. Well, that's not about Christmas. Any others, Chris? It kind of no. was actually. Well, I guess it's sort at of the end because the master shows up as Santa. Yes, he does. Right. He totally yeah. does. He shows up as Santa wow, to are... fix the zombie outbreak. That's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That we was tied it all together, didn't we? Hmm. Santa. Just Santa. like a present for Christmas. God, this is cute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, let's, let's go. Let's let's get out of like here. I feel like I'm forgetting, and I I feel like there was a movie I was going to say. Tweet it. I don't put it in the comments. I can put it on the comments. Oh yeah, I was gonna say there are no good Hanukkah movies except uh, Hebrew Hammer. Hebrew Hammer, eight crazy, eight, nothing eight crazy, crazy nights. nights. I actually forced myself to watch it. It looks like a Christmas when it was movie. on TV because I was like, "Hey, a Hanukkah movie." I hate Adam Sandler, but I will give it a try. <laughs> and it's even worse than your usual Adam Sandler thing, and you want to kill everyone. Well, and they're the animated, and so right? you can't. And you're very yeah. Frustrated. So he gets to do his his Jewish lady voice, his old Jewish man voice. Yeah. Uh, it's really hot. Yeah, crazy voice. plant for an arm voice. Uh, <laughs> And then his I'm an asshole, but you love me voice. Yeah, no, you really. <laughs> and it's, it's in that one where his cartoonish pranks get extra cartoonish, and you see what a hateful monster he is. Like, yeah. You're, you're just an ass. Like, yeah, die. I, I suppose I maybe you. if you like go two-thirds of the way through and then like imagine a scene where they rise up and kill him like, yes. and, and he just, yeah, just they go just, with that well they just arrest him or and put him in jail like no you you're a horrible monster yeah. like but he, Hebrew Hammer has a scene that i remember the best where there's a montage to i think it's Pusher Man from Superfly where where it's where? part of their conspiracy to get jewish kids to like christmas they start Handing out copies of It's a Wonderful Life while they play Pusher Man. <laughs> Hebrew Hammer has to come put a stop to this shit. And that uh, Hebrew Hammer was uh, Adam Goldberg, mm-hmm. who was the was Jewish in, soldier in Saving, Saving Private, Private Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Doing exactly what I would have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bunch of, bunch of Nazis walking by, like, hey, guess what I have? Yeah, I love you. Just kept picking up, like, Juden, Juden, Juden. Hey, I'm Master Race. <laughs> Guess who just killed you? <laughs> uh, uh, that was funny. Let's go watch Raiders. I want Nazis let's to do die. It. Now let's watch Saving Private Ryan and watch Nathan Philly cry. Raiders.podcast.com. You, you have a happy holidays. <laughs> go to the website. Uh, we'll have some DVD stuff for you, strangely, probably maybe around Christmas. Uh, hmm. For you to click on through, every little bit helps. Helps us keep the lights on, keep the podcast getting hosted, the website's getting hosted. It's all... All costs something, whether you realize it or not. Uh, a little mm. bit helps donate. We got new T-shirts in the store for Ooh. all that uh, free money you're gonna have when the Christmas season ends and we're all richer, right? That happens somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah. No, it doesn't. Listen to Cape uh, Crisis, my uh, podcast. Uh, yes. uh, comic books. Comic books. Anybody else got any plugs? Uh, not without my handbag.com. That's me. Nice. I'm, not, I'm not on Twitter. No. And Hanukkah. Uh, <laughs> ha- happy Hanukkah for next year, 2013. 2013. Michael. Next, Keith Love. <laughs> Working on a project for next month. Woo! Can we announce the name or should we keep that under wraps? For Let's now? hold it. Let's hold it. All right. See you next year. Woo!